You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Quint. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Bulldogs. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, every part your car will ever need. Daniel, we are recording this after watching the basketball team's uh, game against Tennessee. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna not have things be put into their quite yet descriptions of the game because we're gonna get to that breakdown uh, of what the game looks like. Um, but in the meantime, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. We're glad you're here. He is Daniel. I am Clint. Locked On Bulldogs, your team every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, and if you're new. Little heads up, Daniel and I are fans, which That's means true. we really like talking, wait for it, mm-hmm. like fans do. Um, so you're not going to get buttoned up talk here, okay? If you if you no. want that, old Miss Wine Coolers mm-hmm. have your back for that, okay? Sure. I'm sure. Not here. sure there's someone who's going to give you an objective, sensible take on the Georgia-Tennessee right. basketball game. I'm right. going to tell you that I hope all the buildings on campus burn to the ground tonight at in Knoxville. That's that's what I'm going to say because Tennessee is the worst. I hate everything about them. I hate the checkerboard. I hate the game of checkers, Clint, because of the University of Tennessee. Is that fair? Uh, I, I, 100%. Black and white tiles. Like I, I walk into a house and if the tiles are too square mm-hmm. and, and like laid down, I'm like... I, I can't be here. Someone it's once just... asked me to play a game of Othello, and I threw up on them just nice. because the, the the pattern is repulsive to me. Um, uh, yeah, look, we're Georgia fans. That's what the podcast is. If you're a Georgia fan, then we um, believe that you're in the right place. And so welcome. We're glad that you're here. Don't expect gurus or insiders, but do expect real fans to talk the way that real fans do. Um, and if you're a fan, we'd love to interact with you. So send us an email. That's right. LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. We're always on there, and we appreciate hearing from you uh, on there, your takes and opinions. Um, got some comments about our um, our thoughts about the recruiting class. Keep them coming. That's fine. We know, but we're going to be wrong. We might be, we might Look, be wrong about some of these guys. That's fine. 100%. We understand that. We're just we're brave enough to tell you what no other podcast just to you, give you our take. You go ahead, you go ahead, you put down your takes on paper. You send sure. it into us. I'll put them in a little time capsule for you. I'll hold yeah. on to it. Yeah, no no worries. Let's do this. All right. So just um if you're gonna talk trash, that's fine, but you just gotta bring you gotta bring your representation to the table. That's 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 right. That's don't dump saying. don't dump on my picks if you ain't if you ain't gonna make any picks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, like we said, this episode, uh, we're breaking down the Tennessee game. We got a couple questions of this or that coming up because it is this or that Thursday, which we will keep on going. Um, but Daniel, uh, this game was frustrating question mark because actually I, it was like the there's it was a like lot. it was like the tale of two world realities that played into that's, this game. Daniel. That's correct. Not, not two cities, two two different altered realities. Two different universes. Yes. Correct. That is Bizarro, correct. Bizarro Superman and Superman. That is, that is, that is accurate. Um, and so, Clint, I, I, well, let's just start off with a couple of really 20,000-foot um, thoughts about this game. Okay. And I don't want to start negative. Uh, I want to start positive. And I want to ask you, 
who was the player of the game for the University of Georgia in this contest? Look, um, I, by I'm the way, go there's s- one right answer, and I'm going to let you give yours, but then I'm going to inform you of what the right answer is. So sometimes well, you're not. Sometimes it's a question, and it's like you know, there's no wrong answer. There are nothing but wrong answers, save for one. Look, I don't care about the stat sheet in this game at all, Daniel. Throw it out. I don't care. You're about on it. the right track. You're on the right track okay. to the player of the okay. game. Okay. Uh, Daniel, the the player of the game to me, again, I could not be more sky high on him. Katie Johnson, to me, was Ooh. the player of this game. Daniel. Well, you, you were on the right track. And then no. you went with the guy who filled up the stat sheet after you said, no, I, we don't but, care. But I, said, <laughs> but I said that the stat sheet wasn't the reason for it, Daniel. I, I preemptively told you that okay. that's not the reason I so was So give me the him. reason. Give me the reason. The reason is 22 this. points, by the way. 22 Ooh, points. Uh, filled it up. Took over at the end. What's the reason, though, that you had him as player of the game? This is a bad man, Daniel. This is mm. a bad man. He has bad intentions. He looks mean and nasty, and he wants to ball, and he wants to play, and he wants to pump his chest, and he wants mm-hmm. to get mm. in your face. Daniel. Again, we've said this right before uh, he came onto the scene. We said his defense was key to us. And That's correct. my goodness, was that ever present in this game? Uh, near the end of the game, he did have a, a really foolish driving in the lane, kind of haphazardly throw up as we were maybe getting close in points we're getting couple closer a couple of really not smart fouls as well and oh that's, so you're, stupid you're going to expect fouls. that from a freshman but you're i think sure. your point is three, well set three steals and a lot of points again not he just tenacity was there and i loved it yeah i do love katie johnson and um he's probably the player of this team in terms of especially looking towards the future he is going to make some freshman mistakes he's going to make some boneheaded plays and you're going to have to live with that but clint's I just I put this question in the sheet. I wanted to start the show with this question because we would be remiss if we did not if we went any farther in diagnosing this game as as high as the highs were and as frustrating as the frustrations were, all of which we're going to talk about. We would be remiss if we went any farther in this podcast without talking about Andrew Garcia and how with 6 minutes and 30 seconds to go in this game he dives for a ball at midcourt, mm-hmm. takes a knee in the face, gets the ball somehow to Severe Wheeler, who makes a layup, gets fouled, cuts the lead to 10. Do you realize that less than two minutes of game time before that, Georgia was down by 20 points, Clint? 20 points. 20. And... Plays like that from Andrew Garcia, throwing his body around, diving in passing lanes, diving for loose balls. Um, that's the player of the game because that's the, the play of the game. It's the effort play like that that was even the reason that this game was interesting whatsoever, the reason that um, we have anything positive to say about this team. So credit where credit's due. Andrew Garcia didn't have his best night. But that play, I feel like more than any, exemplified everything that was mm-hmm. good about Georgia's night tonight. And so kudos, kudos to Andrew Garcia. Um, all right, <clears throat> let's let's real real quickly before we get into the this or that's. I'm just gonna say if you could change one thing about this team, Clint. This is oh, again geez. big picture, big picture. Um, one thing about this team, even one word. I'm gonna give you one word. If you could change. 
you, you and you have to limit your answer to one word. If you could change one thing about this team, what's the thing that you would uh, change? Uh, to me, it's turnovers. That's mm. that's the one word I'm choosing. Tur- it's not. Turnovers. It's not a bad word. It's not about. I, I was gonna go like carelessness or discipline or f- those, but just just stop giving the ball away. Yeah, it's a lot of turnovers. Uh, Eighteen to be exact in this game. That is above anyone's season average. It's not. It was not a great look. Um, did four seventeen turnovers. They were active defensively, as we said. Um, Turnover is not a bad word. I was thinking about going with basketball for my word. If I could change one thing about this team, it would be the, the, the basketball playing. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go. Um, oh, I just lost my word, Clint. No, I'm going to go. I got it now. If I could change one thing um, about this team, it um, turnovers is good, but consistency I think is the thing that you got to change. I don't think this mm. team lacks talent, Clint. And that's what makes them so frustrating. But this team deeply lacks consistency. I'll give you an example. At the beginning of the season, Clint, if you were to put to stand PJ Horn on a pier sure. with a bucket of basketballs. Okay. With and say, throw as many of these as you can into the ocean in two minutes. Um, would you have to get wet to retrieve any of those basketballs, Clint? By the way, by the way, really quick, I thought well, you, I thought this was like a Mr. Miyagi thing when he's on a pier. Yeah, like this is no. some karate kid. Like he's got to do the, the the walking crane or something like that. No, uh, no. PJ Horn. What what happened at the beginning of the season? This man could not shoot whatsoever. These last three weeks. P.J. Horn is, um, he's an animal from three-point range. Let's go the other way, Clint. Who did we used to think was the best three-point shooter on our team? Another another transfer, another senior grad transfer. Kyer. Justin Kyer, what has happened to you? Another game of going 0 for 5 from the three-point line. Would you like to know what what Justin Kyer is shooting in his last five games from three, Clint? I don't want to venture a guess because I don't want to be disappointed. It's five for twenty-one. That's um, that's less than twenty-five percent, Clint. It's very bad. This team is inconsistent uh, in the big picture. They're inconsistent from game to game. Uh, that's the most frustrating thing to me about this team. We'll get into more of that in a bit. What are some of the specific problems uh, as we play this or that moving forward? But first, you mentioned. The episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. The episode is brought to you by the 2008 uh, Subaru mm-hmm. Outback, Clint, mm-hmm. because this thing is starting to take shape already. This might be one of our shortest turnarounds in terms oh, of it's the a, rebuild. It's an Outback. We're good to go. We're gonna, we could sell this thing for a profit right now, but we're going to go to rockauto.com. We're gonna uh, we're gonna pick up all the parts that we need to turn this thing. I mean, we're talking about you need a you need a rear view mirror for your car. You need uh, hubcaps. You need a new muffler. You need a new transmission. You need parts to your engine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
to to your brakes you, you any part that your car needs interior exterior um, mechanical or aesthetic you can get it at rockauto.com they have reliably low prices and they have all the parts that your car needs so go to rockauto.com put locked on in the how did you hear about a section and that will let them know that we sent you and get the right part for your 2008 Subaru Outback or whatever car you might need to be working on at rockauto.com alright Daniel it is this or that Thursday so let's get to it this or that, the first this or that, and we're speaking specifically about this game. So keep that in mind, listener, as we talk about this. This is a Tennessee, this, Tennessee game. We're going to break down game. the Tennessee game via the engine of this or that. It's a it's a combining two of our favorite things, talking about see, games and Dan, playing. Daniel was in mechanic mode right there. Did you see the engine mm-hmm. analogy? Yeah. Just keep on still doing on. the rock auto read. I think. Are we still, still getting paid for this? Are we still <laughs> new? <laughs> Nope. No. Um, oh, shoot. Okay. Transitioning. So stop it. <laughs> See what he did there, too. Um, okay. For this game, Daniel, this or that. You can get with this or you can get with that, as some may say. Would you rather get with this being better execution or would okay. you rather get with that, which is better game plan for the University of Tennessee game in which we just lost? Which one do you choose? Now... The answer is better execution. And I think you agree, right? That's your answer. 100%. All right. Well, then I'm going to let you talk about it. Because while the answer, if I can only choose one, is better execution, I do need a moment, if I can soapbox a little bit, to absolutely dump on what I thought was the worst defensive game plan I have ever seen in my entire life in a basketball game. Um we doubled the – it was like the game plan coming in this game, defensive game plan for Georgia was obvious. Every time a post player touched the ball, no matter what the shot clock was said, no matter how far they were from the basket, Georgia brought an immediate double team from mm. the ball side. Mm. Not from the weak side, Clint. Not from under the basket. Not nope. so that there was any sort of rotation option they immediately dropped down the perimeter defender on the ball side to double the post. And Clint, three-pointer after three-pointer came raining down on our heads in the first half and say, the Dana, early part of, of the second half. For those who don't know basketball, let us know what happens when you bring ball side double team from somebody in the post who sees it coming. It's the just, shortest, just... easiest pass in basketball. You don't have to swing it across court. There are no defenders in the way. You, you just kick it, it right back out to that guy, and yeah. he's wide open. And guess what? We gave up wide open shot after wide open shot to Tennessee, and they hit more than their fair share of them because they're a good basketball team, and they were wide open. Clint, wide open. Tennessee's what, what post players. Tennessee's post players are not good enough to double them on every single touch. I don't understand. Uh, no, Daniel, that's because they're not. What What did Tennessee wind up? They were at one point shooting 53% from the field. I think 44% or something from behind the arc, if they ended, memory they, serves me. That was, it, it cooled off Okay. because the en- they ended the game, if you recall. We're going to get to that. Yes. They ended yes. the game really bad. Um, they ended up shooting 40 40 one percent 42 percent from three 
and 52% from the field. But I don't have the first half numbers in front of me, but I guarantee you if you pull up the first half numbers, they scored 44 in the first half to our 26, Clint. The tempo was not up and down in the first half, and we still gave up 44 points. Um... Because we just gave up way too many wide open shots. The game plan, Tom Crean should be embarrassed. The, the defensive game plan was frustrating yes. as all get yes. out. But Clint, so was the execution. Oh my good night. Daniel, you saw it on the second half when things started falling our way. And when players, there was, there was a couple points at which I thought we were trying a concerted effort to crash the boards a little bit. And it turns out, Daniel, with this team, um, we, we can't even do that. Right. Like through no. whoever, whatever warm body you have at the boards, it doesn't matter. It's like wet noodle onto a wall. It just oh. doesn't do anything. Okay. So that's infuriating to me. The offensive side of the ball, there were times at which even, even severe Wheeler, who, by the way, I've made my mea culpa with, comes blazing down the lane again and just starts falling flat on his face like he's wearing some clown shoes all of a this- sudden in the middle of the lane, Daniel. Like, I don't understand what had happened um, to that situation. I I think what's infuriating to me the most uh, is that this execution is something that just boggles my mind at times. Second half, we were incredible, and I just loved every moment of it. But why can't that that be a customary thing all the time? Consistency. Like you said, consistency. So painfully inconsistent. The missed layups, Clint. The missed layups. Justin Kyer. Severe Wheeler. Tumani Kamara. Ty Fagan. Ty Um, Fagan, by the way, I I don't want to see you ever shoot from. When he put up that three, we were on a little bit of a run. We were on a heater. Nobody under the basket. No rebounding opportunity whatsoever. We didn't even. We weren't even set. And he takes no a step set. back corner three. Ty Fagan. I don't. This I don't think it's a everything. surprise that he he didn't see the court after that. I think Tom Crane um, was probably uh, as as pissed as we were. All right, we have another this or that yep. to get to. Um, a little bit of a hypothetical. Um, was this game the worst for Georgia or? Um, would we have rather it played out this way to some other ways? We'll talk about that when we uh, come back. Hey, Daniel, we like basketball. We do. We like football. We do. We like big games in which, I don't know, maybe a spread is involved, which, by the way, hey, mm. oh, we covered this spread. Oh, and I bet, on this, and a half. I bet on that spread. And it did not look great. <laughs> it didn't look great for a little bit, but no, don't worry. Not. Uh, it panned out for you. And if you like these sorts of things, if you know what spreads are, if you know what the juice is, if you don't know what that is, go online, educate yourself, and then go over to betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is your online sports book everything. They have bets to take on every single game. They got prop bets. They got the spread. They got the money line. They got over-unders. It's your place to go to bet on games. Get off the sideline, guys. Take your money. Put it to good use. We will give you games to bet on. We give out locks, and, mm-hmm. and you can go and take those to the bank, also known as the window of Bet Online. It's just sure. a bank because you're going to get that money back. You follow Daniel and I, like you did yes. in the football season. We Look, we gave out some picks, y'all. Okay, just cash, just just cash, trying to make uh, you dollars. Now we want to make you dollars. Bet Online is giving you 
dollars. Now, they now are just to be bank. clear, we are not going to do that. We, I <laughs> we will not. No. No. Uh, no, no, no. But bet online. Betonline.ag will. You go right now. You let them know we sent you by putting locked on the promo code. You're going to get 50% on top of your initial deposit. You put 100 bucks in, you get 50 bucks. You put 200 bucks in, you get 100 bucks on top of your deposit. Betonline.ag. Locked on the promo code. Your sports book online everything. All right, hypothetical All right. this or that, Daniel. Let's do this. This or that. Now, remember the way this or that works. If you're a new listener, um, mm-hmm. by the way, thanks for subscribing, downloading the Appreciate podcast. You. We didn't we didn't say that at the beginning. Um, the way this or that works is you have to choose the thing that is best for the University of Georgia. Okay? So in this case, we're obviously talking about the University of Georgia basketball team. So I'm going to give you a this or that scenario. You can get with this, which is... Instead of this game, the game was close all the way through. Maybe we had a two-point lead. Okay. Maybe we were down by as many as two or three. But it was never outside of a couple possessions. A full sweat. Um, we're right there in it, blow for blow. We go on a little bit of a run. They go on a little bit of a run. But then late in the game, maybe they're up by three or four. We miss a shot. We foul. They hit their free throws. We miss another three. We foul again. They hit their free throws. And it ends up being the same, the exact same margin of defeat. 89 to 81, an eight-point loss. But the whole game, we were right there back and forth. Or you can get with that, which is exactly how this game played out. We were down by 20 points. Um, We were getting run out of – down by 20 points – over three quarters of the way through the game, we were getting run out of the gym um, yep. at halftime. We scored 26 points in the first half of this game, Clint. That's it. That's all. It's not a lot of points. Uh, no. So I give you two scenarios, Clint. Which is better for UGA basketball? Uh, so basically you're saying, are we Seabiscuit? The, the horse that is that is always coming up from behind, always okay. pulled back and has to try to race all the way up. Yeah. Uh, or are we the Buffalo Bills? By the way, that, Disney, not a sponsor. I, I didn't. We love it was an actual horse. We'd he love to have horse. you, Disney, by the way. We'd love to have you sponsor the podcast. Honestly, reach out. Honestly, talk to us, okay? <laughs> Intern Michael is waiting by the phone. <laughs> yeah, he's as waiting. We speak. He's, Michael, you missed that call. You're fired for real. <laughs> uh, if, you don't, if you don't answer the phone and say Vandalay, of Vandalay Industries. Vandalay Industries. Say Vandalay you- Industries. Say Vandalay Industries. <laughs> um, so are we Seabiscuit or are we the Buffalo Bills that get there close in every single game but miss wide right just at the end of yes, the game? Yes, but just to be clear, I'm not talking about every single game. I'm talking about this game. This game. No, Daniel, I, want, I wanted this outcome mm. if I have to choose between those two. Mm. I want this outcome compared to the two outcomes, and here's why. Okay. Daniel. If we didn't come out and lay an egg the first half, yep. Tennessee shot lights out. Mm-hmm. You're telling me with if they didn't shoot lights out in the first half, and if we didn't lay an egg, and a couple of horrendous fouls go our way, that's it wasn't charging. It, it just wasn't charging. No, like on severe. Like no, it wasn't. no. You're telling me if that's the case, we would have won this game handily. I'm, I'm not talking a squeaker. Handily won this game, right? Or we go toe-to-toe, 
and and we wind up faltering at the end. That doesn't feel right. I don't want to be with the Bills. I want to be Seabiscuit in this analogy, and I want the game to play out what it was because we know who we are. We saw the fight. We saw what was happening in the second half, and I loved every moment of the second half. It got me excited once again. You should be looking at this game being like, oh, geez, here we go again. Oh, basketball, uh, talk it up and, and spin doctors, here we come. No, it's not spin doctors. No. We laid an egg. It was outrageous shooting by Tennessee. We stormed back in the second half and made it a competitive game. Give me this outcome between those two. I think this is interestingly goes back to the first segment, Clint. And what we said in the first segment was, is that consistency is this team's problem. Mm -hmm. We brought it back again in the second segment. Mm -hmm. So now just play that logic out. If consistency is the problem, sure. Then what we need is not to be more talented, which means that when we when we came back, Tennessee wasn't just giving that game away. That was that was who this Georgia team can be. It's yes, just right. we lack consistency, and so we weren't able. We didn't come out and play that way. But this team is perfectly capable of playing that way for a full game, or more at least more than seven minutes of a game. And, um, no, I mean, that's, we've seen that to be true. And so if that's the case, then if you say you wish we had been toe to toe and then just like not made the one play to win it late, what you're basically saying is that, um, it, it wasn't us coming back in the second half. It was Tennessee faltering. But I just don't believe that's true. I yep. believe that this Georgia team fought their way back and that that's who we can be. I think we showed something in the last eight, ten minutes of this game that should give you, a George, as a Georgia fan, all the confidence in the world moving forward. Not that we're going to win a bunch of games, but... We got three more games against ranked competition coming up. All right? We got Alabama. We got Missouri. We got Florida. Next three games against ranked competition. We have to get one. But come on. We would love to get two. If we get, and if we can get two of those games, Georgia will be in a good spot for the NCAA tournament. That's what we told you going into this four game stretch. Need to win two. So. Based on what you saw in the last seven minutes of that game, Clint, there, do you have any reason to think that winning two of the next three games is something that's not possible? Look, that's it's not outside the realm of possibility or even expectation now, Daniel. My, I, my expectations did not change from the first half of this game and the outcome of this game and this loss. I'm more, I have better confidence, Daniel, than I did before. As you should. Severe Wheeler had five assists and seven turnovers. Do you know how many games this season, counting this one, Severe Wheeler has had more turnovers than assists? How many? It's one. It's this one. This is the one. This is the one game that that has happened. That this is this is the anomaly. We lost by seven on the road to a good Tennessee team with people playing lower than they have in the history of their career. Justin Kyer, zero for five, one for eight from the field. Clint, Severe Wheeler, seven turnovers and five assists. Um, it's a, it was not our best performance by a mile, but we showed who we can be in that stretch. And I think Georgia fans, again, you can't, this is not football. 
You cannot throw the season out yep. when you lose on the road to the number 16 team in the country. This is the first ranked team that we've played. Now we need to win some of these games or we're never going to make the tournament. Okay? Correct. Beating a bad Cincinnati team is not enough to make the tournament. You can't just beat Old Miss 100 times and make the tournament. If only we could, we would just schedule Old Miss for the rest of time and never play anybody else. But we're going to have to win some, but losing this game by eight points on the road does absolutely nothing to hurt the University of Georgia. Hey, come back tomorrow where we talk about the 23rd most exciting player for next year's football team. You won't miss that. He is Daniel Ironclaw. This has been Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network. We will see you guys then. See ya.